I'm Rami. And I'm Shannon. And this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read or learned or experienced to help us all expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy, but without a whole new degree. Rami, what are we talking about this week? We're talking about being humble when teaching and to not gatekeep, um, which I feel like is a phrase that I'm really comfortable with or have heard a lot but i don't know that everybody has heard that phrase a lot so mm. new phrase new phrase alert the, ga- acronym, the gatekeeping though. phrase alert yeah like you think people maybe we should explain what gatekeeping is yeah okay cool let's okay. do it so gatekeeping is like a very inclusive uh exclusive mentality and that like if you don't know you're not going to know. So I think of like when uh, the worst week of work I ever spent as a non-graduate of college was when I wanted to be a caddy at a golf course. And the way that it worked was you just like go to the golf course, you sit in the caddy or whatever it is where all the caddies are. Uh, The more I say that word, the less it sounds like a real word caddy. Caddy. Um, no, it's a real word. I know, but I'm thinking of the girl from Mean Girls. Isn't her name Caddy? Yeah, well, and, and like people say people are cat, catty, yeah. but you're saying Caddy. I think you just got to emphasize the D a little bit more. Caddy. Okay, caddy. so they're essentially just like, good luck. Uh, we just dick around in here. And then when people need help, like we go and be their caddies. And if they tip you, great. If not, you made no money. And I felt like all the other caddies were like not <laughs> helpful in any way to like make it that I wanted to be there. Like they weren't explaining any of the clubs to me. They weren't like doing anything. So like after a few days, I was like, forget this. I had one guy who golfed with me twice. He picked me. I don't know why. I had no idea what he was doing. He would just like tell me which ones to hand him. I would get it wrong. And then he would tell me to give him a different one. Uh, and then I was like, I'm done with this. Like nobody's like helping me understand what's going on. And honestly, I don't really need to be on a golf course. This just isn't my jam. Um, And that was like very much gatekeeping to me was like, we have knowledge. Mm. We are not going to give you that knowledge. If you don't already contain this knowledge, then you don't get to be in our group. Uh, So that to me is like gatekeeping. Have you ever experienced that, Shannon? Uh, Well, now an example that just happened yesterday. So this wasn't me directly, but I was asking a friend of mine if who has deep experience, who owns their own business and has deep specific experience, if they would consider helping another friend of mine who's single mom, four kids, working three jobs, would she consider like just doing an informational with her to help her maybe open a similar business because she has a similar, very specific niche knowledge. Um, and this person said no. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like I understand and want to support people having boundaries. And also because I think about that within coaching, you know, I, if I made time for every like Sally, Susan and Jane that said, I want to become a coach too. Like it, I wouldn't have time to coach anymore, but I do think that there's something of like, can you be intentional? You know, like, can you like, to me, this seemed like a person that it would feel really good to support them in launching into their own business. Or for me, like with coaching, I try to be really mindful of like, what do I want to see more of in the industry? I want to see more diversity in the industry. So like, I'm very intentional of like, 
making sure that I say yes to people who are going to bring diversity into the coaching sphere in all versions of what that word means. Um, yeah, that was no, tangent, that's totally fine. But yeah, I've yeah, I've experienced it, and like just yesterday, it was painful for me to have to tell this other friend, like, oh no, sorry, she said no, like, uh, yuck. So with that, I think gatekeeping sucks. Let's try and not do that. It's like a very exclusive mentality. Uh, this all comes from a comic that I read by, I think their name is XKCD. Mm. So I'm just going to read the comic. You actually don't need to be able to see it because it's almost all words. Shannon, you can see it, but yeah, it's, it's, it's 99% words. <laughs> um, yeah. I try not to make fun of people admitting they don't know for admitting they don't know things because for everything everyone knows, quote unquote, by the time they're adults, every day there are on average 10,000 people in the US hearing about it for the first time. So then they do the math here. It's fraction of people who had heard it at birth is 0%. Fraction of people who've heard it by age 30 is 100%. So if the US birth rate is 4 million per year, the number of hearing people hearing about it for the first time is about 10,000 wow. per day. So then the second panel here says, if I make fun of people, um, if I make fun of people, I train them to not not to tell me when they have those moments and I miss out on the fun. So then they've got the one stick person saying, Diet Coke and Mentos? What's that? And then the person saying, oh, man, come on, we're going to the grocery store. And then the person is like, why? And they're like, you're one of today's lucky 10,000. I love this. And can I build on this a little bit? This reminds yes. me of a parenting book I was just reading where they talked about, like, how do you support a child that's dealing with perfectionism? And one of the strategies was the mom would say to her daughter, um, one zero. And the game, quote unquote, that they were playing all day is like, who could learn the most new things that day? And so, like, she got a point because her daughter taught her a new word in Spanish. She was like, yeah, one zero, you know? So to, uh, this feels similar in that sense of, like, how do we celebrate knowledge transfers and not make fun of people for admitting when they don't know something? But she should have said uno zero. <laughs> yeah, she should have. But her daughter was teaching her one word in Spanish for the first time. So maybe she didn't she even know. That could have been three nothing by the time they got through that <laughs> scoring. Um, all of this to say, like, don't gatekeep. Get excited when people ask you about things that you think are common knowledge. I think about also, like, experiences and even, like, fields. If the first experience that someone has with that is a super negative gatekeepy one, they're not going to want to do that thing going forward. When I was uh, yeah. a small child and I was trying to avoid being in church... I would sneak into the kitchen where my mom and all the ladies were and I would offer my help because I mostly just didn't want to be in church. If I wasn't going to be an altar boy, I wasn't <laughs> going to sit there. I, I must have had a lot of ADD, like, but I was like, oh, I can go help in the kitchen. Like, I know they're all in the kitchen and they were so nice. I was the only kid in there, only small kid of any gender, but the only kid yeah. at all. And they were so nice. They're like, okay, you can uh, take the trash out or you can like wash this or you can like measure 10 cups of this or whatever it was and that experience for me and them continuously letting me be a part of that and keeping the gates wide open made me love cooking and I still love cooking and I think that's what I associate that initial experience with and every time I cook I like think about how wonderful it was for me and so now when I get people 
who are little and like want to cook with me. I'm like, yeah, let's get in there. Let's get dirty. And like, let me give you the things that you can do so you can have the same fun experience with this thing that I did and not take on that mentality of like, oh, no, like you haven't been cooking for your whole life. Like, get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, this is all beautiful. And also, I kind of want to go back to that thing that I said earlier, of like but boundaries. Like, how do you have loving limits? Because like genuinely Rami I could spend my whole day answering questions from people on like how do you start a coaching well business? then maybe you put out a series so what on would you say Instagram of here are the top 10 questions I get about being coming a coach and let me answer them for you so then when the person comes to you yeah but I have like you can direct them in that way yeah but I have zero desire to do that because I'm not a, I don't desire to start a pyramid marketing no but scheme. that's what I'm saying like <laughs> helping a bunch of other people I think become you can coaches. qualify what you're saying but at least like you can answer yeah well, even Shannon you can have a Here's my 10 most common questions I get. Here are the answers. I'm going to send them to yeah. you. Like, there you go. That's true. That's how I approach my, I don't gatekeep my knowledge on the island of Kauai. Um, that's your favorite place to go. I've been there three times. <laughs> and that's what I do. I have like a standard email See, that I send to people. Saying. Like, don't gatekeep. Yeah, that's good perspective. Because I, I, yeah, and it gave me compassion to remember when I felt like I was being gatekeeped out mm-hmm. of coaching by the big fancy executive coaches. And that's why I was like, F that. I'm not going to be an executive coach someday if that's the attitude that you have. I'm going to do this transition stuff over here because you guys are all meanies. But that's what I mean. Like, it (laughs) killed a whole portion of space for you within, like, your industry because of how terrible the gatekeeping was to you that first time. Yeah. So I digress. We would love to hear from you on Instagram, on LinkedIn. I want to know... When someone opened the gate and you got to be one of the 10,000 and you learned something and you had a great experience or you had such a great first experience with something that it made you want to continue doing it or you just have passion for that thing now because of how much fun it was that first time. I love it. With that, I've been Shannon. I've been Rami and this has been Workplace Hugs. (laughs) 